so good. Um, yeah, to start off with this evening, I just wanted to say that we had a little time of prayer before the service as we normally do and yeah, just had this um, image, I guess, of like little fires in um, houses, little house fires um, kind of igniting and just feel so um, yeah, excited that in this time um, the church is gathering in, in people's homes um, in a space of connection and um, close proximity and that it's weird and, and sad that we can't gather as big family but um, at this time we do gather and we gather in homes and um, yeah, God's Spirit is with us in that and I just feel, yeah, excited about the creative potential for this time um, to bring out new things for, for the church um, and for us. So yeah, wild week, everybody, but here we are um, kind of making the best and um, looking, looking for God's creative best in this time. So yeah, I wanted to start by sharing that this week I had like a super minor cold, like over the course of two days, I probably blew my nose like five times. Um, and yet I just felt so unclean and um yeah, on both of the days where I was unwell, I, I stayed home and worked from home. And um, at one point, the only time I left, left the house on Wednesday was to go up the road, like 150 metres, to post a letter. And um, I saw an elderly person on the way, and I was like, ah! need to like go the long way around them, and just kind of felt like a social hazard. And um, it really struck me how quickly um, what is normal can change. Like only two weeks ago, I would have never have heard the term social distancing. And yet um, that had kind of already moved so deeply um, into my reality and, and what I was thinking about moment to moment. Um, and so, yeah, I think I got a small insight this week from that very, very micro cold um, about how spacing ourselves from others and kind of, uh, I guess, heightened anxiety around... Um, health and like seeing someone sneeze on the street and be like, um, can really um, affect the spirit and can really um, become, I guess, kind of corrosive or isolating. And so what I want to talk to tonight, the message I want to bring is that God is not socially distancing himself from us. God is not socially distancing himself from you at this time. I um, am a physical touch love language person and so all the restrictions around um, contact have just not come easily to me. Um, it's been like a real strain to like hold back the hugs. Um, and so, yeah, I've just been thinking about, you know, I was, was sick and was kind of trying to restrain myself from hugging people, which sounds um, kind of like, ah, but, you know. Um, I was thinking, like, God, what are you teaching me in this moment and where are you in all of this? And it came to me really that God is not put off us at this time. Like God really longs for intimacy with us. Um, all throughout the Gospels, we see Jesus um, going to those who were deemed unclean, to those who were deemed sick and um, becoming like really, really close to them. Um, he says at the start of his ministry in Mark 2, healthy people don't need a doctor, sick people do. I have come not to those, to call not those who are righteous, but to those that know they are sinners. And all throughout his ministry, Jesus, um, his disciples kept being shocked at how closely Jesus would approach um, the leper or the kind of socially marginalized um, 
ethnic group or yeah, just all sorts of people that were on the fringe and were deemed unclean. Jesus came so close and it, it shocked and it offended people. And I think at this time we get an insight into that, that um, where we kind of um, have more of a sense of it being a time to refrain from embracing and we put distance um, between each other, that Jesus um, does not distance himself. He comes so close. And so if you have um, a Bible or a Bible app or access to the internet, I'd ask you to turn to um, Hebrews chapter 4, um, and we're going to read chapters 14 to 16. So, um, yeah, I'll read it for us. It says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who is tempted in every way, just as we are, and yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive the mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. And so, yeah, reflecting on this passage this week, I've been thinking about how it calls us to hold firmly to the faith, to approach God with confidence, and to receive mercy and find grace in our time of need. To hold firmly, to approach with confidence, and to receive mercy and grace. And so we're just going to look at each of these three things. So firstly, God is not social distancing himself from us, hold firmly to the faith. Um, This week in our seasonal guide, Small Groups, um, the passage um, and story that people were reading was of um, a crew out in Lyle Bay and um, their commitment to um, picking up rubbish on the the beach as part of their, um, an act of worship um, monthly with their community. And about how, um, yeah, for that crew, um, the choice to go out and care for God's creation as an act of worship also was um, a thing that really was an act of faith because they were doing this like small gesture, picking up rubbish on this day, knowing that with the tide tomorrow, more rubbish was just going to flow in and um, kind of grappling with that thing where you can do something, but you can't do everything. And so it can feel like, uh, what's the point of trying? It's just little old me. Um, And you can become, I guess, disheartened in that. Um, But instead of saying like, oh, there's nothing that really can be done, choosing to do the small thing that you can and then um, having faith and praying and trusting for the bigger thing. And um, yeah, this story really reminds me of like the tension that we hold as Christians. The tension between, on the one hand, the reality of like there is rubbish on the beach and right now there are people that are sick um, from COVID and that is kind of in front of us. Um, If you go onto the news every day, um, you you can't kind of ignore this reality. And yet on the other hand, we have this big truth that God is at work with this redemptive story um, in and through all creation and within us. So we have on the one hand reality that is hard and confronting and sad. And then on the other hand, we have this truth that God has promised um, to redeem all creation and that sin and death has been swallowed up in victory in Christ. And so 
yeah, right now we've got this reality, as I say, that's heavy and sad. And then we've got this truth of Christ's kingdom, which has come and is coming more fully still. And as Christians, we live out of both stories at once. And I think um, kind of moment to moment, we can um, maybe like swing more one way or swing more the other, kind of forget all about reality and just be like on a buzz with God and kind of close out the world um, and the stories that are hard to hear. Or we can become so bogged down and forget this truth and hope. And yet I think what this passage reminds us is to hold firmly to faith, to, to keep holding um, in times of struggle to that truth um, against um, withholding this reality. And so, yeah, first point, God is not social distancing himself. Hold firmly to the faith. The second point um, I want to share is that God is not social distancing himself. Um, approach him with confidence. And um, yeah, a real image for me of what um, worship to God is, is um, that of hongi, of coming so close and sharing the same breath with God and to be breathed into by God. And um, yeah, at the moment, kind of hongi has been like not recommended, sort of like rock the elbow pop or the foot pop or the kind of sup um, or just kind of anything other than getting close. And um, yeah, that's like, oh, sad that we, that we can't do those kind of things of intimacy. But actually, like all the more, God longs to come close, as I've said. So we, we approach God in that way. And um, yeah, I was thinking about what is it that would stop us from coming and drawing close to approach God? And one, um, one massive thing um, that I've become aware of in, in the last week or so was mentioned um, by Jay Duka last week, who was sharing with us at training day up in Karori. And he, he just kind of said offhandedly, but it really struck me that right now the world is really being gripped by a spirit of fear. And that I think, um, I was like, man, yeah, you're right. Um, and as, as someone who, um, I guess, has an identity in Christ, um, I don't, I don't want to come under a spirit of fear. I want to live from that truth um, in Romans 8 that says, in all things, um, just in all these things, in all the things, um, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. But I think... Um, Fear can make us feel far away from God. And so I just want to share a little story about um, kind of showing resistance or flipping the bird to the spirit of fear, kind of fending off um, the spirit of fear and, and drawing close to God with confidence, which is, um, yeah, from, from my time at home this week, um, you know, I've been home alone for several hours and um, yeah, Lyle's like, sounds like a dream. But um, I'm extroverted and it was, it was hard, it was hard, man. Um, and I'd been reading the news and I was like, oh, there's so much heavy stuff. And then it was kind of getting emailed by like some of us saying like, sign all these petitions. And it's just so many kind of heavy things where you start to feel just kind of flattened by, um, by reality. And um, yeah, it was feeling a little bit like, man, I just... I did, feeling a bit stink that a lot of things I was looking forward to um, have been cancelled or there's just a lot of uncertainty and that's um, it's just uncomfortable and then thought oh man this thing about not being afraid um, 
I was like, yeah, I want to, I want to live into that. And so, um, yeah, I just really felt like putting on that, um, that Beach Boys song, Barbara Ann. Um, you know the one. Barbara Ann, take my hand. Barbara Ann, bop, bop, bop. You got me rocking and a rolling, rocking and a reeling. Barbara Ann, Barbara Ann. Yeah, and then there's a rugged uh, lyric, the next verse is about um, Peggy Sue, like tried Peggy Sue, but she wouldn't do, just went with Barbara Ann, it's a little bit, oof. Um, but yeah, anyway, I just was home alone, I just absolutely cranked up the song, and just like cut some shapes in the kitchen, eh? And um, it was just this moment of like defiance of fear, and just being like, God, I'm grateful that I'm alive today, and I have a body that I can move around, and like just thank you, and just kind of getting back in the moment with God, and saying like, God, I'm, I'm here before you. And um, as I was kind of flailing around, um, yeah, I remember this thing that someone said to me when I was like 15, which was about how the heart of the worshiper, like it doesn't matter what song you're listening to if you're kind of singing a song of praise, like you can worship God through um, the song Three Blind Mice. Um, like really it doesn't matter, like it's the, the posture of your heart. And in that moment it was just kind of like, worshipful times with God via the song Barbara Ann um, and yeah just saying no to the spirit of fear and so yeah for me that is that is a way um, that I approach God with confidence um, it, it got me thinking and Jess and I were sharing about this this week um, around Ecclesiastes 3 where it talks about how there's a time for everything and um it talks about it talks in there about how there's a time to embrace and refrain from embracing, which I was like, ooh, ooh, um, hadn't ever thought noticed that so much before. But the thing that really stood out to me was um, there's a time to mourn and there's a time to dance, and I was like, ah, I think that that moment is like both those things right now. Like there's a time to be sad and there's a time to dance, and that is like what I'm holding together, and um. Yeah, it made me think of that movie Inside Out, which is such a good movie. Taught me like most of what I know. Where um, um, yeah, the main character realizes that memories and experiences can be happy and sad at the same time, and just um, this invitation to be like, yes, the heaviness, the sadness, but like, yes, the dancing. And so yeah, I just wanted to really encourage you guys, um, whatever it looks like for you to approach God with confidence. Um, be that like jumping on the trampoline or just like cutting loose on the drums or um, rocking out to Barbara Ann or yeah just whatever it, that looks like but this week like approach God with confidence um, yeah God is not social distancing himself approach God with confidence so yeah point number three is um, God is not social distancing himself receive mercy and find grace and um, yeah, as I've just shared this, this story about kind of dancing around to Barbara Ann, um, that choice and that moment changed the course of my day and was this weird moment of connection with God and of defying fear and saying, um, yeah, I'm going to receive the daily bread um, that I need of connecting with God and um, joy and being present to the gifts of right now rather than worrying about the fears of tomorrow and um, yeah been thinking about how that moment actually really changed um, my spirit and also kind of the atmosphere as well 
And yeah, I, I guess I wanted to share that by saying that was a moment where I received mercy and I found grace because I approached God. Um, and so, yeah, I, I want to say that we need to take all the precautions um, that the Ministry of Health and, and all of those guys recommend. Um, we need to be doing the elbow bump and sitting two metres away from each other and not like hanging out with everybody you know this week. Um, but I want to do those things with a posture of peace and having received from God. Um, so yeah, I think, I think there's this beautiful thing of receiving from God, but what I feel excited about, and this is something that um, we've talked about quite a bit at Blueprint, it was like the kind of key theme we journeyed with last year, is that um, we freely receive from God and then we freely give. And we, we can't give what we haven't received. And so I think in this time, there's a call for us as, as people of Jesus, as Jesus people, to um, hold faith, to approach God with confidence, to receive what we need, and then to be a light and to be a blessing to those around us, to be able to um, be attentive to what's going on in our neighborhood, to um, drop off some, some flyers and say like, hey, this is my number if you need to um, call me about anything or to pop by and just say hello, like if you end up socially isolating, like let's work together, I can help you get your groceries. We're gonna be doing that in a um, more organized communal way um, as a Blueprint Church community. But we wanna be getting into that posture of like how can we actually um, give um, from what we've received from God in this time and be a people of, of blessing who love our neighbors well and don't just become um, kind of totally inward looking and forget um, in this time. So yeah, more details will come um, in time about how we can, can be um, a people of blessing in our neighborhood. But as we um, share in a time of worship here now, um, what's just on top for me is, is to say like, approach God with confidence. Um, in your house churches, in your room or lounge or Maybe you've got like a nice deck that you're sitting on. Wherever you are, like just approach God with confidence um, and receive the mercy and grace from him in this time of need. Um, so yeah, let us, let us share together in the worship liturgy that we say to remind ourselves um, of yeah, why, we, why we sing.